Celeste, I'm so excited to introduce our next guest, Jasmine Moore. She's commonly known as Jazz or at Just Seconds on Instagram. But what I love is she's a pro roller skater, a creator, urban and regional planning grad student, and host of her own IGTV series called Skate Dial. What I love is she reaches out to unique skaters in the community, talks about their experiences with skating, personal growth, and everything in between. She's such a multifaceted person and a great interview, so let's get started. So thanks so much for joining us today, guys. I'm so excited for my next guest. And I think kind of selfishly I'm excited because I'm looking forward to learning a lot more myself about her passion uh, for roller skating. But I also want to really share the insight into this beautiful person who's joining me today, Jasmine Moore. And my goal is for all of us to sort of be inspired. You know, we've talked a lot on this show and also just with a lot of your questions as listeners about the transition we've made over the time throughout the pandemic to today and sort of how we're all looking for those outlets of getting to our ultimate health and well-being as people physically, emotionally, mentally. So I really feel like this conversation will bring that all together. So Jasmine, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Celeste. I'm really excited to share my passion for roller skating and personal growth and just overall wellness. I think I'm very fortunate to know at such a young age what I want to do and, and how I want to inspire. And knowing that setting intentions and following through on the things that I believe in and really desire can really come to fruition as long as I really step into believing in myself. And I really try to output that. So, um, everyone else can step into that energy as well, because we all have that within us and, and we all um, can work towards being a more fulfilled and, and better version of ourselves. And I'm always, you know, happy to share my journey and to share how roller skating has really been um, instrumental in that whole process. Well, you know, one thing that you just said that piqued my interest even before we talk specifically about roller skating you know you said believing in yourself and i think for a lot of us there is always that voice that we're not worthy or maybe that we're not we're imposters we're not really here for the right mm -hmm. reason so where do you draw that that strength to believe in yourself what what fuels your self-worth and value gotcha yeah i mean that's a really it's definitely a really deep question. Um, I mean, I would say trust in yourself and belief in yourself is definitely a practice. Um, I grew up playing sports and dancing and doing show choir and theater. So practice and repetition and um, just really dedicating to something has always just kind of been within me. Um, so being able to tie that into roller skating and getting a better sense of like my bodily awareness and then having that um, 
kind of transform into a more mental awareness of like, what do I need to do to take care of my body? You know, what is an adequate amount of time for me to exercise this week? You know, what is, what, what am I putting in my body? What am I nourishing myself with to make sure I'm able to, you know, perform at my best and to just exist at my best? Because believe it or not, there are times where I'm not in roller skates, even though I wish I could be in them all the time. <laughs> um, that, being able to step into that belief of yourself and, and understanding your self-worth is 100% a practice. It's not innate in any of us. We have to learn and, and really practice it. And I think roller skating has most definitely been something that has helped me kind of step into that practice and, and really make it something that's habitual and something that I just do on a regular basis. So tell me about that journey to roller skating. Um, you know, you said you've loved athletics all of your life, but what led you specifically to roller skating? And what is that kind of, how's that unfolded for you? Yeah, so I mean, roller skating has popped up a handful of different places in my life, different periods, different ages, you know, just different life contexts. And when I was younger, I used to joke and say that like literally everyone in my neighborhood had some type of wheel someone would be on a bike or skateboarding or on a scooter or at one point there was a kid on a unicycle it was just everyone had wheels and so at that point in time I roller skated when I was younger I remember my dad teaching me how to roller skate uh, in my backyard the backyard that I still roller skate in today um and then kind of carrying that on as I got older um but also I'm, I'm 23 and I joke also that I might be age where kids stopped going outside like I think around like the age of 13 that was right when like the tech internet era hit so kids were way more video games phones than like let's go play in the neighborhood with a friend um and also roller skates are just like shoes you know you grow out of them and I think you know as a parent if your kid is not showing interest in something anymore you're not going to invest in it anymore nice. um so at that point in time I think that's when I turned my interest towards you know show choir and theater and and acting and um, other creative endeavors, which is also awesome because I get to tie those into creating on my um, creating on my page and really just tapping into all these different elements and aspects of myself um, is truly really fulfilling. And I and I think over and over again in my head, like what other um, you know hobby or lifestyle choice do I have that really digs so deeply into who I am as a person and and what makes me feel the most authentic and roller skating undoubtedly has always shown up at the top. I actually have a photo on my bulletin board, I think from like 2001 and I'm like a little baby and I'm an inline. Uh -huh. um, but um, when I picked up roller skating again, before the pandemic it was like 2018. And I remember I was a full-time college student at this point in time, I was working on my undergraduate degree, which I got in sociology, human development. Um, and I really, realized I was working uh, basically full-time as a barista and I was basically a full-time student. I had this like intuitive thought to myself, like, wow, I really don't see the sun anymore. I need an outside activity. Um, so I stayed at my, my job I got skates, and I was like, if I skate in these hundred dollar skates for three months, I know I'm dedicated to it and I can invest more. Cause I think that's also a part of the journey very much. And then, you know, um, so I skated on those $100 skates for three months and I was like, wow, I really like this. And then I invested in $200 pair of skates, skated in those to the ground and then, you know, working my way up. So I think roller skating outside of it just being this, you know, physical activity that you're learning. I think there are these life motifs about progress and investing and, and really showing that 
the amount of time that you put in practicing, you will see those returns. It may not be immediate, but it's definitely, it will come with time. And I think also just understanding that, you know, patience really is a virtue. You know, we all start somewhere and being able again to translate that through such a fun medium as roller skating, it's just been a really, really cool and awe-inspiring experience. Well, you know, when you talk about that, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, I can see you're getting your skates, you're sort of going out, doing your thing. But tell me about the roller skating community. Like, Hmm. you know, how do you connect with others in that community? How did you begin or do you create your own community? I mean, how Hmm. does that evolve in terms of because it's not just a solitary sport, right? Right. I mean, I think it, it, see, and that's the thing that I actually enjoy about roller skating. I think it has the beauty of being both. It, it can be a very solitary and personal moment, but it can also be this very communal and um, just super social moment. I think there are so many different environments that you can skate in. I think each environment has its own community. Like there are people who, you know, mostly skate at Venice, you know, very beach skaters, jam skaters, rhythm skaters. You have people who trail skate or distance skate who just skate for miles and miles and miles. You have people who skate at the skate park. You have people who skate at the rink. You have artistic roller skaters. So I think under the roller skating umbrella, there are, you know, sub subcategories. Um, obviously, there is just the larger roller skating community, which is, of course, global. Um, I think over the past two years though, in the pandemic, I think most people have seen the rise in the online community. Um, however, most of the skating community, I would say exists offline. Um, and there and there's no really like issue with that, but I think the pandemic really created an environment where, you know, we were all really solitary. So we were really seeking out that community. So it really just really came to a head. Um, around March 2020 because you have people who are stuck between this oh my gosh I'm stuck in the house I want to do some I need to do something I need to get outside and oh my gosh I need community and oh my gosh I need people who make me feel supported and validated and motivated to keep going not just in whatever sport or hobby I'm doing but just in general whatever in you know, life. endeavors <laughs> in life yeah. and, and, and whatever endeavors you have going on so I think that's why people really gravitated towards the roller skating community. And also it's just very visually interesting. Um, and I think obviously on platforms like Instagram and TikTok, you know, that are very audio visual oriented, um, that content just kind of fits there. It's like a perfect little uh, intersection. Um, so I definitely think that's why a lot of people drew the value out of it at the time that they did. And I guess I would wonder when you talked about it, you're absolutely right. When I was following you, just looking at how the medium is just perfect for the sport. But did mm-hmm. you did you anticipate that what you were doing would go viral? Did you sort of know that people would embrace uh, what they were seeing and want to follow along and be part of that journey? See, and it's really funny that you asked that because I had no intention of it ever growing you know, to this magnitude. Um, I, like I said, I picked up skating, you know, again, cause like my mental health wasn't doing the greatest. I was working a lot. I was in school. It just, I needed, I needed another outlet. And so when I did decide to start posting on that account, which was actually an old Instagram page that I just already had. And I was like, oh, this is just like a throwaway account. Like I just will, you know, put my skate videos on there cause I don't want to bombard my other page. It's mostly just, you know, pictures of me sharing school and all that stuff. I was like, you know what, this is like 
an interest that I really want to dedicate energy towards. And I really want to have a dedicated space to where I can just see, you know, the progression. Because I think that's also important too, to kind of tangibly see that you are growing and evolving. And obviously, you know, when that happens in your mental headspace, it's not really something you can physically see. Um, But to be able to kind of like externalize that growth um, was really cool. I think in a lot of ways, I was very personal and like vulnerable in the beginning but that was just because I had no anticipation of it like growing to the magnitude that it did like I would definitely say I still move as the most authentic and whole version of the whole version of myself that I can you know put forth on the internet but I definitely have way more value in retaining anonymity in certain parts of my life obviously like my location and like family and stuff like that but um I definitely now I'm very grateful uh, for the chance to have a platform and to share the things that I believe in and to really just kind of, you know, create a new pathway within social media. I think it can be very easy to get caught up in that very cyclical, you know, post every day, but the content doesn't really matter, you know, that very much like quantity over quality. And again, like that's just a life motif that I've had to really like digest, um, is that understanding that sometimes it's okay to, you know, disappear for a while and really think about, you know, what you're putting out there into the world and how people are receiving that. How am I receiving that? How is this going to age? How is this, how is this moving me towards my legacy and not just the creation of a brand? And I think that has been something that has really kept me guided and really kept me moving through my platform in a really intuitive way. Um, And also just understanding that, you know, you have to be adaptable, you have to, you know, understand that change comes quick. And, and so being able to step into those moments, um, especially doing something I'm passionate about, because again, it is very, very, very rare that, you know, people actually do a job, get paid for that they're passionate about. Well, and on that note, you know, you talked about your vulnerability and showing that, and then you've also mentioned the role that skating played in shoring up your mental health and attitude. So tell us more about that. You know, how has roller skating for you really helped in your journey to your wellness and health mentally? And what advice would you have for other people who are looking to perhaps find areas where they can enrich themselves in that way? Yeah, I think enrich is like the best possible word to use for that um I think in and this is like off skates it's not even like a skate process but you know really taking the time to just listen to yourself you know I think I think intuitively you know through our life stressors and from people around us we have these like little voices in our head like you can't do this like you're you know you're not capable you're you know you're too big for this or you know you're too ugly for this. Or, you know, we have these voices in the back of our head, which are not true voices, but there are voices that we have to navigate and get around. So I think being able to take moments to just sit with yourself and unpack where those harms are coming from and really just understanding that, you know, patience and taking your time is the best way to work through any problem, not just roller skating. Like obviously roller skating is something that you can externalize from that, but just understanding that, hey, if my body's tired, maybe I should rest, you know? Hey, 
if I'm feeling like a little hungry, I should eat something. Like I think, like I said earlier about it really being a practice is really about just stepping into um, just like practicing that trust in yourself because it is really something that has to be built. So I think in terms of like solidifying my own well-being, and obviously I, I don't like to say I'm a healed person. I like to say I'm a healing person, you know, we're all healing, but um, just understanding that, you know, practicing and dedication will ultimately always serve you. It may not be in the short term, but long-term goals are, you know, really important. I think, especially when it comes to your mental health. Well, and I couldn't agree with you more. I think sometimes we forget that a lot of what we do in those voices that we talk about are things that we've mm -hmm. learned over time. Mm -hmm. And you have to almost unlearn some of those things. So to your point, you know, the daily practice of a lifestyle approach to it helps you to be consistent enough to sort of rewrite those verses in your head mm -hmm. <laughs> to be super yeah. powerful and embracing in that way. And I love that. So what has it been like... Um, for the people you know listening today, just sort of see yourself in T-Mobile ads and be an Adobe partner and sort of, you know, how does it feel to know that you have this platform where you can reach so many people? Is it awe-inspiring? Does it feel heavy sometimes? What, what how hmm. does that feel for you? Um, I mean, I think it's it's really surreal. Um, I. I don't think I was ever one of those kids that really had like an aspiration to be rich or like an aspiration to be famous or any of those things. I just knew that whatever pathway I step into in life that I want to inspire people and I, I want to help people and I want to, you know, show that it's okay to show up as the fullest version of yourself. Um, even if that may not be validated or recognized in the beginning, and I think that really shows it, it is really emblematic of my page because in the beginning, like I, you know, I wasn't really searching for likes. I wasn't, I wasn't searching for anything. I was just sharing something that felt authentic to me that felt right. And I was being intentional about it and I was being consistent about it. And I think again, you know, intentionality and consistency are also skills that are practiced. And so being able to put those in line with roller skating and seeing how it has, you know, opened up these, pathways to so many other places and avenues I again like I say it's it's very surreal um I definitely don't take it for granted I you know every opportunity or project or collaboration I get you know I always try to make sure that it's aligned with like just my long-term goals and and my ethics and morals as a person I would hate to ever support something that did not resonate with me or did not fit with my audience um but more, more than anything else, I think being able to see myself in, in big projects like that is really nice because I know, you know, young girls that look like me will feel seen and feel validated. And I think that's what also makes me very happy to be in this position is that I know that showing up um, as my most authentic self helps other people to do that as well. And so being able to see myself on such a public sphere is just like crazy. And that, you know, it's funny because you were kind of hitting on a few thoughts I had in my head as questions, which are, you know, how do you navigate your growth and your success so that you do stay true to your authentic self? 
And do you have mentors or people that sort of help you on this journey? Because the more business, you know, your outreach becomes or the more business makes its way in, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it also creates conflict with, you know, like you said, what, how do you stay as true while you grow and be more successful? So do you rely on, do you have mentors? Do you have people that you bounce things off of in addition? Or do you just navigate this course through your own gut? I mean, it's a little bit of both. I mean, I think early on, it was definitely very independent. But I think, like I said, like roller skating really does help you uncover a lot of things that you just weren't really, <laughs> weren't like trying to unpack. Um, and I, I realized within myself that it's okay to ask for help. Um, so a lot of it, for the most part, like the administrative, financial sides of everything, creative sides of everything, I really carried that burden by myself. I do have a videographer that helps me with, which... Dustin, I love you. He's great. Oh, and you have a yay, videographer. Dustin. Yeah, yeah, Dustin. Um, he's really awesome. And, you know, a lot of, you know, my creative vision, you know, for sure would not be able to come to fruition without his talents and skills as well as a creative. And he also rollerblades. So oh, he wow. tells me a lot of, yeah, he tells me a lot about that community. And then I also have my friend Krista, who is my graphic designer. So she does a lot of that work for me. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I really draw inspiration from everywhere. I, I really think, you know, everyone really is a mentor um, in a lot of ways. And obviously I have mentors in the academic space because I'm also a grad student. Um, but I would say another mentor for sure would be Joy Donnell, which I've had the opportunity of speaking with her. She has wrote a book called Beyond Brand, and it really talks about, um, you know, mastering your legacy, you know, and, and you know, what do you want to leave behind? So I think that has really shaped how I have continued to stay authentic um, to who I am as a person, because I understand that, um, you know, intentionality will never be wrong. And even if it doesn't necessarily feel right in the moment, like the right audience will find it, the right people will find it, the message will always find the people who need to hear it. But ultimately, the message is always for me, you know, and I think no matter how big my following grows, like, I watch my videos more than anything else, because I, I, enjoy seeing myself skate because I know that is a moment in which I feel free and which I feel validated and which I feel safe and I feel like I can embrace myself to the fullest capacity and and knowing that I have that feeling internally and seeing that come through other people and being in spaces where you know that energy is flowing I think is really invigorating and I think understanding that you know, as much as it is nice to do a lot of our mental work in solitary conditions, it also is really important to do a lot of our mental work in social spaces too. And so, yeah, so like being able to roller skate and and really just build these super deep connections with people and, you know, understanding what skating means to them, but also just how this has helped them to find themselves. And it's just, it's really beautiful and just like, it's a really beautiful process that I'm still learning about and will always love learning about and will always love you know seeing people find roller skating even though you know it seems like a pastime that was you know from the past it really is having a new wind that I'm really enjoying people see yeah and you know I think that one thing I'd love to you were talking about your graduate program how does urban planning sort of feed back into the passion and the vision that you have and I mean, clearly, 
with me, I'm in a million things, but in my head, they all weave together mm. into this one mission. How does that fit into the picture for you? Gotcha. Yeah. So I am currently a about to be a second year um, grad student in urban and regional planning. So I'll have a master's degree in a year, which is crazy. Um, I would say that it ties into roller skating because overall, I'm just very passionate about the connection between people and the places that they live and facilitating community outreach and community organizing. And also just, you know, you need smooth concrete to roller skate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and building better pedestrian networks and, you know, making it safer to, you know, take your roller skates, roller skates out on the street, take your bike out on the street. Um, and especially living in California, which is like ridiculously car dependent. Um, so much freeway public transportation is like haphazard. It's just a lot. I could go on a long rant about planning, but I would say the ways that I really connected is that roller skating has really helped me to be a better communicator and I think that's one of the like most pivotal skills as an organizer as a planner is knowing how to communicate and knowing how to articulate what you need to communicate through the lens of other people's experiences sometimes and that can be very difficult sometimes um so being able to be in a space with diverse voices and to just be able to step into environments and experiences that I've never had before is definitely opening up my mind and perspective to stepping into the field of urban planning with a very visionary and um, just transformative perspective. I think there's so much that can be done in the U.S., especially around like affordable housing and um, environmental issues. So those are all very, like, those are all things that I'm very passionate about and will continue to be passionate about and obviously are very pressing issues in the face of climate change and um, obviously following COVID too and understanding, you know, what does it look like to have safe housing where we can social distance and you know people don't necessarily feel like they're spending 80 percent of their income just to live um and you know you and i are both from california and when i look mm -hmm. at you know i'm super involved in what's called the working poor you know it's the Mm -hmm. people that are invisible or Mm -hmm. struggling for an amazing safe place to live you know it's something that can change the dynamic so incredibly Mm -hmm. you know to create healthy communities where everyone can and should have housing, you know, and, and feel mm-hmm. safe. So I love that you're committed to that. And if you ever need support, I'm supporting you on that 100%. Thank you. Because uh, I'm super passionate about that as well. So, you know, I hate to, I always, these times go by so fast because I feel like I could have you for a whole nother show because there's so much that goes on. But I'd love mm-hmm. just to ask it. I always have this sort of burning question round because outside of roller skating, outside of what you're doing in your education and so forth, you know, when you're not roller skating, what is your favorite hobby? Or do you have another passion that ranks almost up there? Um, I would definitely say reading. Um, I've really been stepping back into reading for leisure, even though my reading for leisure is still kind of related to school because just the issues that I'm interested in are just interconnected. Um, I definitely love listening to music, which is also a super awesome component that I get to tie in with roller skating because I feel like sharing music is also something that is a very cathartic and like loving process. Uh, So music is also very important to me. Um, 
yeah, reading, music. I like to write. I like to do makeup. I like to do hair. I, I have so I love many it. You're so like, versatile. Say, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm such a I'm such a multi hyphenated person. So sometimes it's really hard to balance out which hobbies I want to focus on, which is nice because roller skating, I get to just like sandwich everything together. But again, sometimes that also takes time because then I'm like piecing this to this, this, this. But um, as of lately, because I have been kind of taking a hiatus from skating because in my head, I don't think I was registering like, hey, this is a physical activity and your body still needs restroom. I'm like, I'm just having a fun time. Um, yeah, so I've really been kind of taking a hiatus from skating and just reading, taking care of my body, taking care of my mental health and just getting everything in line. Because again, I feel like the energy that you create with also flows into the energy that you put out. And I would never really want to just create something for the sake of, you know, I want to put something out right now. So for me, yeah. it's like, it's okay to take a breather. It's okay to take a beat, you know, creatives need time to just do nothing and kind of see what comes to them in that silence. And I feel like right now I've been in the moment of appreciating and really valuing the silence. And that has been super healing for me. Well, you know, recharging, you know, just recharging mm-hmm. so that all that energy you exude, you know, is always first in hand. So last question, how can everyone connect with you? So, you know, we want to connect, we want to follow Jasmine, we want to know more because mm-hmm. you, you whet our appetite today. So how, <laughs> how do people follow you and get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, so I'm primarily on Instagram. That's like the main social I use at Just Second. So J-U-S-T-S-E-C-O-N-D-S. Um, you can email me if you want. My email's in my bio. Um, I post on YouTube occasionally, but it's been very rare. I feel like creating long form content definitely takes a little bit more out of me, but it's definitely something I would like to step into in the future, whether that's, you know, teaching lessons or just sharing tips about roller skating. I have really been wanting to make a video about traveling with roller skates because a huge component of my page also is that like I take my skates with me everywhere. You know, I, I really live by the world as my ring, you know, you protector. Should do it. You need to do it. I can hear it in your voice. You need to do it. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I already have the equipment. I just have needed to give my mind a rest and then really step into it. But uh, a video that I've been really anticipating making is how to travel with your skates. Because like I said, a, a huge thing about my page is that I really do travel with my skates. I've taken my skates to Spain, uh, San Francisco, you know, Seattle, New York, like I, I really have just dug into just taking my skates with me. And I think that can totally radicalize and, and change your skate experience as well oh yeah going in barcelona through all the architecture that it was would beautiful. be beautiful most amazing beautiful you're looking at gaudi on one hand and skating over here it's just amazing exactly gaudi eating an empanada like yeah it's, it's just a beautiful it was just really beautiful and again i actually went for a skate festival called skate love barcelona which happens annually so i was actually able to meet skaters from around the globe oh, how i had skaters from france from germany like and so again, like I, I really emphasize that the community element of it is, you know, definitely on a local scale, but it is certainly on a global scale. And so being able to just immediately have that connection with someone, even from across the world, just because of this love of, you know, eight wheels is just, it's just beautiful to me. Like, I, I don't know another word to describe it other than it's just very beautiful. It is. It's amazing. So all of you guys, we're going to be posting how you can connect with Jasmine. We're so happy you joined us today. And Jasmine, we'll have to have you back when you actually do that video of traveling with your skates because yeah. I want to see it and learn all about it. And I'm so thankful you joined us today. You're an inspiration 
just keep true to that authentic self because it's an amazing halo. I can feel it uh, from you. So thank you so much. And all of you guys, thanks for tuning in with Bearskin with Soleil.